I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm willing to work as hard as I can. There is no past, there's no future, there's just this moment right here. If I did that, if I can get through that, like, come at me. Changing how I saw myself, like, as a man, not just as, as an athlete. It's okay that I struggle. It's okay, that's part of the deal. It's how I responded. This is the Limitless Athlete Podcast. My name's Tom Foxley, founder of MindsetRx and your host. And today I'm going to show you the anatomy of a confident athlete. Frankly, I've been speaking to a lot of athletes recently who don't have the confidence they require to perform their best. So in terms of performance, they experience a lot of self-doubt and they criticize themselves very heavily. They have this kind of perfectionism of, I've got to perform a certain way, and they never really match up to their expectations. So they're pretty hard on themselves and they kind of, the nerves affect them a lot and therefore their performance gets stuck. And usually with these kind of athletes, that builds out into the rest of their life too, specifically in work. That it's what I typically see, but it's other areas of life too. So in work, it'd be like, I want to go for promotion. I want to take that next step forward. But honestly, I am struggling to believe in myself enough to do that. Like I don't want to chair the meetings that I need to chair. I don't want to have those conversations. I don't want to make those presentations that I need to make. So they kind of hold themselves back, not just in training, but in wider life too. And the big mistakes that athletes make around confidence is, well, there's two of them. First is they see confidence is a kind of character trait that's set in stone, not a character skill that's trainable. And secondly, which kind of follows on from that piece, these athletes who lack confidence, they don't put the reps into changing it because they don't see it as a skill. So why, why do they see it as something that's worth changing anyway? So today I'm going to explain to you four things that confident athletes do that unconfident athletes don't do. First one, detaching from the problem. Second one, having something worth fighting for. Third, creating that kind of vital distance. Um, and I'll explain what that is. And then fourth, finding the source of effortless effort. So firstly, releasing yourself from the problem. At the heart of every athlete who struggles with their confidence is the story I'm not good enough and I never will be. When you hold a story about yourself, you end up acting it out in reality. So if you hold the story, I lack confidence, your thoughts and emotions will always be tinged with that lack of confidence. You'll struggle to find it. You'll struggle to find that self-belief. And because of that, your actions will adhere to that. So this doubt and this fear and this um, this second guessing yourself will pervade throughout your entire training experience, which means that training is it has these ups and downs, these lows and these highs. It's unpredictable in its nature instead of just having this consistent progress forwards. And that, com that compared to an athlete who really believes in themselves is a bit different because well, the, the dirty secret of mindset is that you never really get you never get really get past those thoughts. You never stop having those thoughts. 
the I don't believe in myself, but frankly, you know what to do with them. You know how to interact with them and you know how to act as if they weren't there, even when they are. And to kind of to add some flesh and some color to that, the athlete who's confident, they don't have this kind of such a categorical story about like, I'm not good enough and I never will be. They have a more nuanced story because honestly, you're probably not good enough right now. You're not everything that you could be. So there's some truth to I'm not good enough. But the confident athlete has seen it with reality. They've, they believe the first bit, I'm not good enough, but they don't believe the second bit, which is, and I never will be. It's more like, I'm not good enough as I currently am, but that's an opportunity to grow and I can and I can become better because of this. I can be a better version of myself because of this. So there's truth in it, but it adds nuance. So really the, the best athletes I've learned to see the story and then learn how to drop it too. And that's what you have to do if you're struggling with your confidence right now. The second thing that a confident athlete has is they they have something worth fighting for. They have this, like, it's not necessarily a why, but it's more of a who. Like, who do they want to be? And the why is kind of important. There's a lot that's gone on about it and, like, understand your why. Like, I get it. But it's not as powerful as who do you want to be. Um, the unconfident athlete, they're too focused on what they want to achieve and when they want to do it. And not enough focus goes on to how they want to get there and how they are going to get there. So the process and who they need to be um, in order to do that and who they need to be in, to live in accordance to their values. So I learned this in kind of very typical Tom fashion, which was I carried on in my life for so long just working for myself, just like, I'm just like out to achieve my goals. So I feel good, like hit my training goals so that I have this kind of reputation with myself. And like, it was all about me for a very, very long time and about what I wanted. And in the last year, I've been married to admittedly my girlfriend and fiance of 10 years beyond that. So I, I, she was still part of my life, but marriage does that thing of like giving you more of an understanding of like having something worth fighting for essentially. And we've also got a puppy as well and having that dog, it like, obviously I'm obsessed with dogs, but this dog gives me a reason to, to work for. And like, it sounds kind of silly and trite, but I'm not just looking after myself anymore. I'm looking after two other people and it's my responsibility to up level to provide stability, to provide um, growth, to be the best version of myself for these people and um, people for this one person, this one dog. And um, that tells you a lot about my relationship with my dog. Anyway, the confident athlete has a very similar process there. They've got something worth fighting for. They understand who they want to be, but the unconfident athlete just jumps from goal to goal, going from like, oh, I might do this, I might do that, I might change it. Whereas like the the confident athlete has a like a, almost like an anchor down in the ground, like something that is that adds stability to the ship so that they know how to act in a certain environment. They know who they want to be in that environment. The third thing that a confident athlete has done is they've trained the distance between them and their emotions. And I alluded to this earlier. The confident athlete still gets a lot of those thoughts of like, oh, maybe I can't do this, but they know what to do with them. They don't act as though they're real. They don't get immersed in them and submerged by their subconscious thoughts. They learn to see them 
they take a step back from they create this distance between them and their mental emotional state they become the observer rather than that person who's reacting to them and completely dictated by their self um, by the by their self talk by their emotions by their visualizations of failure like a confident athlete can take a step back from that and see it as just thoughts just emotions just visualizations just manifestations of the mind whereas the unconfident athlete gets wrapped up in that and it becomes their reality and they think that just because they're feeling a certain way that is what has to happen and actually a confident athlete has done things that the spiritual types have been trying to do for millennia which is create this distance create this perspective learn to observe the thoughts rather than getting immersed in them so your goal is to put distance between you and your thoughts and emotions because they're not the same thing you don't want to be washing around in that sea of negativity and self-doubt and fear you want to be up above it looking down and going hey i don't have to act like that and then the final thing that a confident athlete has done that many unconfident athletes struggle to do is they've found what is the holy grail for crossfit athletes especially which is effortless effort the unconfident athlete is trying to force this effort. They're trying to force great performances. They're trying to um, force this best version of themselves to come out. And it's, it sounds like they're using a lot of kind of like aggressive self-talk and it, they're using a lot of um, kind of directed, pushy language to get themselves towards success. But too much force creates too much tension, both physical and mental tension, but too much force and too much tension. What that means is physically you're like holding onto the bar too tightly, you're kind of burning excess energy, but also from a mental emotional point of view, you're not finding that flow, that freedom, that um, that expression, the true greatness is facilitated by. And you've got to learn to find that peace. And very simply, you find that effortless effort by executing the RRP method so well, regulate rewire and perform so you've got to enact that rrp method so you've got to regulate your nervous system effectively so that you have the right energy so that you're feeling good so that it's not you're not fighting against your own physiology then you've got to rewire the story that you believe you've got to get rid of that subconscious story i was talking about and believe in something a whole much a whole lot more nuanced and truthful than the categorical black and white thinking that you have now and then thirdly to build confidence, you've got to build out that performance toolkit. You've got to have a set of mindset tools that you can use when you need to use them and when it really counts. So you've got to know how to use your visualization. You've got to know how to have a, like a pre-lift, pre-competition routine even. You've got to know how to really perform when it counts. Because great performances aren't this state to manufacture. They're a state to uncover something that's already there within you and it's about relaxing into that state not forcing it like even the best like you think about like a heavy deadlift for example you think okay there's got to be so much force but it's not quite what great performances feel like not great what quite what um great athletic performances are made of great athletic performances are made of the zone like getting into that flow state and you can't force yourself there you have to allow yourself to be there so that's how to get into that 
more confident state. And there's four steps to becoming the confident athlete. There's dropping your story, releasing yourself from the outcome. There's having a vision and an idea of who you need to be that's worth fighting for. There's understanding that distance between you and your mental, emotional state. And there's also finding effortless effort, which is that the trifecta is the, is the perfection of performance. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review. It would mean the world to me and it would really flatter my ego and subscribe too, um, because you're going to stay up to date with the, the more regular podcast I'm starting to put out now. And if you want a more in-depth guide as well, you can jump to mindsetrx.com slash blog and you will be able to find whatever you need to to find and a more more detailed explanation of this. So looking forward to hearing what you guys think of this. If you want to let me know, you can head to instagram.com slash Tom Foxley or just type in Tom Foxley, F-O-X-L-E-Y, and let me know what you think of the show. It'd be a real pleasure to hear from you.